Greetings, Gameaholics, to the first Save and Continue podcast, brought to you by myself, Evil Chronic. This is probably the point where I should say that if you're new to the show, however, as this is officially the first episode, I think it applies to everyone, including myself, that we're all delving into depths of the unknown. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start with a bit about myself. If your attention has been held so far, then you're probably starting to wonder just who I am and what I'm about. Well, I go by the alias Evil Chronic, formerly known as Chronic Merkin, but I adopted the evil from my sponsors, Evil Controllers. Not to mention that it also portrays the alternative version of Ryu, Evil Ryu, my favourite character from the Street Fighter series. He was originally introduced in the 1996 Street Fighter Zero manga and then later added into the Street Fighter canon by Capcom. As you can tell, I'm a huge fan of gaming and you could even say I've grown up with a controller in my hand. I eat, sleep and game, that's where my passion lies. The very first game I played was Super Mario Bros on the NES. I've been a huge addict and ever since I've enjoyed watching the entire industry develop. I'm not biased as to which platform I choose to game, if there's gaming to be done then that is what matters, although my personal preference tends to always draw me back to the Xbox 360. I also run a YouTube channel, Chronic Merkin, and I've recently taken to live streaming via Twitch.tv. It's just something I generally do because I enjoy doing it, much like the decision to launch this podcast, a way to express myself within something I have such a huge passion about. So that's pretty much caught you up to speed with myself. Now what can you expect from the show? Basically, the idea of Save and Continue is that we're going to try and cover a variety of different games on different platforms each month, along with general gaming news, some guest speakers, interviews and pretty much anything that we feel is worthy of sharing, attempting to keep you all entertained along the way. On this month's show, I'll be reviewing Call of Duty Black Ops 2 for the Xbox 360 and I'll also be taking a look at Happy Wars, a free-to-play game on the Xbox Live Arcade. With that being said, let's get things started with the review. Black Ops 2 propels players into a near-future 21st century Cold War where technology and weapons have converged to create a new generation of warfare. Although I have played the single player campaign mode, it failed to sustain my attention. It felt somewhat false and the story has now lost all sense. Even on harder setting, the gameplay is a lot easier than the previous versions. Thus, campaign for me is a one playthrough deal. Tryouts have taken a different approach with alternating the gameplay style in some levels and generally tried to keep the single player fresh. However, the story fails to captivate even in cutscenes. The campaign would have been much more enjoyable if I could grab a group of friends to play through. It seriously lacks any form of a co-op mode. I'd even go as far as to say that if there wasn't a single player aspect to this game, that it would not be missed and would also allow more attention towards the more popular zombie and multiplayer modes. With that said, I'm no longer a big fan of zombies either. I actually preferred when they kept the playstyle simple. The best zombie gameplay for me was when it was simple survival back in the earlier instalment, Call of Duty World at War. Now, moving on to online play. One of the most annoying aspects of online play that haunts nearly all of the Call of Duty series is that even though the game is 18 rated, you still encounter endless lobbies filled with adolescents. I'm guessing this is the only reason that they've included a mute all players button. The only replay value that I feel this game holds is the multiplayer, but once you've reached max prestige, what then? Hopefully future DLC will increase the levels of prestige. Whilst on the subject of DLC, why on earth did they feel to add weapons as part of the content? Maybe to perhaps remain competitive with the Battlefield series? I still don't feel the need for such content in Call of Duty. The only flaw I've discovered in multiplayer is that the geographical region based matchmaking systems make some poor choices when choosing suitable connections and other players. 
I'm in the UK and very rarely am matched up against another player from the UK. Perhaps this has to do with Europe being placed under one geographical number. Otherwise, I really can't explain why. So, to sum up Black Ops 2. Graphically, this is the most attractive Call of Duty yet, with huge improvements over previous versions. You get the feeling of attention to detail when simply navigating the menus. You get the feeling everything is really polished, this includes in-game action. It's great to see advances have been made. Alongside the graphical improvements, they've also optimised sound for the game. The game effects and music are really crisp and add a huge depth to submerging you into the game. Within the options, you'll find the setting to choose which type of device you use. Great when gaming using a headset. With the lack of co-op campaign and zombies being exaggerated to the point where it feels no longer about survival but a hunt for random easter eggs and such, the multiplayer is the only real game mode that captivates me. As always, the Call of Duty experience is a win, but I can't see how the franchise can survive just upon this mode alone. If you're not a fan of the multiplayer or the new zombie formula, then perhaps Black Ops 2 is probably something you'd want to avoid. But if you love a good competitive online first person shooter, it's a new Call of Duty. What more do I really need to say? With the previous review in mind, I'd like to take a moment to tell you about the games I'm currently playing. These are in no particular order, so I'll just mention a few. On the Xbox 360, I've mostly been playing Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Forza Horizon, Borderlands 2, Mark of the Ninja, Mensa Academy and Happy Wars. On the PC, I've been playing Guild Wars 2, The Sims 3, SimCity 4 and Hitman Absolution. On the PS3, Twisted Metal, Wipeout HD and Killzone 2. On the PS Vita, Jetpack Joyride, Mortal Kombat and Treasures of Montezuma Blitz. And finally on my Windows Phone 8, Doodle Jump, Wordament, Pac-Man CEDX, Mush and Turn and Run. Hopefully I'll be sure to cover a few of these in future episodes, but if you have the time then I definitely recommend checking out a few of those titles. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I was going to be taking a look at Happy Wars, which is a free-to-play game available on Xbox Live Arcade. For those of you who are unfamiliar with this release, Happy Wars is an action game where two kingdoms are at war against each other, mainly because they argue about nearly everything you could think of. Without too much of a spoiler, the argument escalates to a point where one king kidnaps the other king's daughter. The game consists of the usual single player and multiplayer modes. The single player introduces you to the game with a tutorial for the three different character types, Mage, which uses magic based attacks based on the enchantment of their weapons. Mages are used mostly for enchanting other players weapons and for area of effect attacks, suiting them to be long range specialists. Cleric which is a support based character with abilities that range from buffing abilities, healing and resurrection to summoning builds and Warrior, which is a close combat character, equipped with a sword, shield and a suit of armour, the Warrior class best resembles a knight amongst the battlefield. Once you've completed the tutorial, pretty much everyone is going to want to jump straight into the online action. This is by far the biggest appeal within Happy Wars. Upon release though, the game had a number of connection issues when trying to enter online play, but recent updates and patches have long since resolved all of these issues. Probably the only issue that still remains is that matchmaking itself is rather unbalanced. You can be entering your very first game online, be placed against a team of level 30 or above players, which does make for some unfair gameplay. But if you can put minor issues aside, then I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy playing this game. The multiplayer mode consists of two teams, each with their own castle. The objective is to destroy the opposing team's tower after having breached their castle. If the game should run a tie, then it will fall to a sudden death style playout where whoever has claim to the most towers on the map will be victorious. 
Victory in combat rewards you with happy coins. These can be spent placing bets on a spinning wheel with the chance of winning prizes. You can also spend happy coins to upgrade your current gear. But if Lady Luck is not on your side, however, you can turn the tables as you can also invest in happy tickets by purchasing a bundle using Microsoft points. With a free-to-play game, you'll often find the addition of microtransactions. Unless you're in a hurry or you want epic items that you can only obtain using happy tickets, then there's no real reason to spend money to dominate online. Customization is certainly a highlight when playing this game. The only downside is you can't customize the color of your gear, but pretty much everything else is customizable. The single player feels like it's been added just because of the formula that every game needs a single player. I don't agree with that outlook, but nevertheless, single player is included. You'll need to rank up quite high though before unlocking the later levels. If nothing else, it's worth completing just for the achievement. The outrageous brawls you'll participate in online are more than enough to make this game fun. With a good variety of maps and endless customization options, Happy Wars is an addition I'd certainly recommend, especially as it's free to play. Hopefully the developers will release a new set of maps, even more customization options and possibly expand the single player or online game modes, but you'll still have a great time brawling away online. As the first episode reaches its sweet end, I'll leave you all with some upcoming releases that I cannot wait to sink my teeth into. These titles consist of The New Tomb Raider, Gears of War Judgment, South Park The Stick of Truth, Star Trek, GTA 5, and a number of Tom Clancy titles such as Splinter Cell Blacklist and Rainbow Six Patriots. You can be sure that these games will be featured in upcoming episodes. Well that's all for now, I really hope you enjoyed the show and would like to thank you all for taking your time out to listen in. Be sure to let me know what you think, drop me a mention on Twitter and check back next month for the new episode of Save and Continue. Gamers, game on. Mm-hmm.